0: FCS fans nation got good response to this podcast last week so why not do it again Uh, Jamie Williams here welcome to my top 25 review uh, coming into week two Uh, thank you everybody for the feedback and the support on last week's podcast and uh, tried to do a couple of enhancements this week we'll do some more enhancements as we go through to try to make this thing better each and every week now the first enhancement I need is I need your help what should I call this thing? Jamie Williams top 25 review is boring. So hit the comment section, hit me up on Twitter, suggest a good name for this podcast, this review of the top 25 that I'm gonna to try to do every week because I don't want something boring. I want something good. But that said, let's get right into it with the top 25. So the first thing you'll notice is that I have added this week is I've added the movement that the team's had versus last week. And you'll see a lot of big movement. You'll see some things the same. A lot of teams went up, a lot of teams went down. But I tried to include that. So it's something we can speak to as we go through. Uh, So thank you to my buddy Frankie D and Kyler Neal for that suggestion because I think it's going to make this podcast that much better. So right into it now. The top four remained unchanged North Dakota State at one, Montana at two, South Dakota State at three, and Montana State at four. Uh, North Dakota State obviously whipped North Carolina a and t that game was over early Montana uh, handled easily South Dakota playoff team from last year the Grizz looked really good this year I've uh, got them at number two South Dakota State a little shaky I uh, even consider dropping them further down the list and, and maybe I should uh, but right now I'm gonna hold them at three they did pull out the win against UC Davis uh, thwarted that comeback Uh well, it was another playoff rematch, much closer than the playoff game where South Dakota State went out to Davis and handled them. And then Montana State uh, just did what they needed to do with a big easy win over a much lesser opponent. Uh, then we get into some of the movement. Uh, Incarnate Word. This is our team of the week, obviously, with their big FBS win over Nevada, and that wasn't even a close game. They put up another 55 points after 64 against Illinois. They rock it all the way up to number five. See, they've gone up 12 spots just from last week to this week. And before that, they started the year around 40. So they've gone from 40 to five in two weeks. And that's kind of what you can see, because we are starting to really look at what is this year. Preseason polls are just what they are, preseason. And it's a guess on what we think based off of last year, what we think they've got coming in, what left, coaching change, turnover on the roster, all that. So you got to start somewhere but you gotta be able to make quick decisions to move somebody when they look better or worse, as you've seen, than what you initially inspected. Uh, number six, we've got Delaware. They're up another five spots after handling in-state rival uh, Delaware State. I know that's not a big opponent, but with the FBS win and then another win of 26 points, I believe it was, uh, they rock it up to number five. Uh, number six sorry, from 11 villanova they did win their game but they are down two and that's nothing that they did it's just a product of the two teams above them just being a little bit better same with sacramento state they were off this past week so they couldn't really uh impact their own game uh but they're down two again just because incarnate word and delaware deserve to move up in my opinion and you'll see two more right below at missouri state Came with a nice win on Thursday night. A lot of people probably were watching the NFL game, but if you watched this game between Missouri State and UT Martin, you would have seen an excellent game with Murray State coming out on, Missouri State coming out on top 35 to 30. So they do drop down one, but again, not a product of their play, more so of the teams that uh, jumped them. Same with Jackson State who handled Tennessee State. Another big move here, number 11, Weber State. I had them in the, my top 20 to start the year uh, top 25 because they were at 21 after last week's game because all they did was beat a division two opponent which they were forced to do when James Madison moved to FBS and canceled that game. But if you watch anything that Weber steep did on Saturday, they obliterated Utah State who won the Mountain West last year. So they rock it up to the number 11. Uh, could they be higher? Sure. And maybe they will be. So I, I think Weber State, all they're doing is telling you that they're back, that last year was an injury-plagued year, and that they're ready to go and are going to compete in the Big Sky and the FCS this year. Number 12, Wayman Mary avoided a letdown game against Campbell, a really good one by 16 points, ran for another 257 yards. they got three players that have played quarterback at this level that they throw out on the offense at any time. So you never know what that offense is gonna do. And the defense is solid. They take the ball away. Uh, they did score on a pick six this past week. Chattanooga up three, just again, kind of a product of their wins and and moving up based off of other teams. You see a lot of upward movement here. A couple of teams just fell right out of the top 25, just based off of just not looking the way we thought they were gonna look. At number 14, UT Martin. They fall four spots after the loss to Missouri State now they didn't necessarily deserve to fall that many spots but teams above them again deserved to pass them there with their loss they deserve to come down a little bit so they wound up at 14. holy cross at 15. we may even be underrating them a little bit i know it's a patriot league team and you want me to pump my brakes on that but this is the second straight year that they beat an FBS team last year it was yukon and we know what yukon is this year they beat buffalo on a last second hail mary from matt Sluka, who's an excellent quarterback that you probably don't hear much about but they're up to 15 and they gave villanova the caa champion all they could handle in the playoffs last year so i think holy cross is a team that is for real and it's him that can really do some damage that they get the right matchups in the playoffs so up to 15 uh it's a good team got solid defense got a good quarterback that's very experienced um So look out for Holy Cross to maybe mess some people's season up the way Colgate has been able to do in the the mid-2010s. At number 16, Mercer, they didn't play, but they're just up three based off of some losses and some corrections that I made after last week. Uh, Number 17, Richmond, didn't look great against St. Francis, but they tick up just a little bit. Uh, Rhode Island, picking up another... Strong win against the in-state rival Bryant. They're up five spots to 18 on my ballot here. Uh, These next two are a couple teams that I dropped down a couple slots, and it wasn't because solely their results this week. UC Davis is down six, and they gave South Dakota State a strong game, and in general, probably shouldn't lose six spots in the standings, but I felt like I had them a little too high last week, so I'm bringing them down to about where I think they should be. Same thing with Eastern Washington. I had them at 15. Might have been a little high. Uh, they got obliterated by Oregon, but we don't worry about that. That's Oregon is a solid, solid Power 5 FBS team. Uh, just a course correction on where I think they should be ranked. So, Don't take anything away from that, Big Sky fans. I, I, I don't think UC Davis and Eastern Washington just plummet because of their losses. It's just because I felt like I had them overranked last week. And I've kind of course corrected on that. Number 21, Eastern Kentucky. What a game. Game of the week. 59-57 and seven overtimes against Bowling Green to take it out another FBS team. That was such a crazy wild game. Just tying it up late by Parker McKinney. I know he's a favorite of the Wax Sun podcast guys. They they love to talk about Parker McKinney and for good reason. He played excellent. He made all the throws. Bowling Green would score. He come right back and score. And eventually they got a stop. And Parker McKinney hit the running back on the swing pass, dove it in the end zone for the two point conversion in overtime to win that game. So, Colonels are up at top in top twenty five at twenty one this week. Uh, Austin, Austin P up sixteen spots from where they were. As you'll know, obviously sixteen is out from outside the top twenty five. But as you know, I rank all one thirty, so they were thirty eight last week. And I know they they only beat two very bad teams in Presbyterian and Mississippi Valley State the last two weeks. However, they outscored those two teams 104 to nothing. I think that says something when you couple that with their fight against Western Kentucky in week zero, the governors look like a top 25 team. So for now, they're going to be right here and we'll see what, what they've got. I'm not worried about them this week. But next week is going to be an awesome matchup between them and Eastern Kentucky. The winner that could potentially be your Wax Sun uh, auto bid team. And yes, I know that's early to start fr- making that proclamation, but looking at how it looks like they're playing out right now, that very well could be the case when we get there on, on September 24th. Number 23, Southeastern Louisiana. Down nine spots, and I know they've lost to two FBS teams, uh, but I, th- I think they're more of a back end of the top 25 team, and I want to see them against fcs competition to see if they really are a top 25 team so for now they sit here at 23 and uh, we're going to play wait and see on them new hampshire 24 they've started out 2-0 in the caa so that says something i know they played a couple of teams that aren't expected to really compete in the caa but 2-0 in that conference to start with a new head coach They hold steady at 24 this week, and entering at number 25 is North Dakota after a big win against Northern Iowa, where they got out to a nice lead, Northern Iowa battled back a little bit, but uh, North Dakota winds up picking up that win, Tommy Schuster is a really solid quarterback, so we'll see if they can continue this upward trajectory, I know last year they didn't have the greatest schedule, so maybe the schedule flipping the other way, will will benefit the folks from Grand Forks and maybe put them on the fringe of the playoffs that we weren't sure they really were coming into the season. As you can see, number five, Incarnate Word, is my team of the week uh, with their FBS win following up their big win against Southern Illinois. And when we talk about teams that are just outside of the top 25, Sanford, they're right there. They lost to Georgia only 33 to nothing. So if you had Sanford ranked, no problem with that. Northern Iowa, they're next. They fell out of my rankings, but they're still right there. Let's see a little bit more from them, although they have not looked great when they are on two. So I don't really expect them to really jump in, even if they win this week. Northern Arizona, do they have a defense? Because they might, it looks like it, because they didn't allow a touchdown to Sam Houston State. So they're right on the, on the edge again. If you have them at the back end of your 25, no argument for me. And then the final two teams of the next five, Southeast Missouri State out of the Ohio Valley, who did go beat Southern Illinois. A little bit of controversy in that game, but a win is a win when it comes down to it. And then Campbell, they beat the Citadel. Then they lost to William & Mary. So still a fringe team. So we'll see what they look like throughout the rest of the year. They should be the favorite for the Big South. But with the competition there not looking as good as we thought it might, Campbell still sits on the outside. And then teams like Kennesaw State, East Tennessee State, they've dropped out and uh, they've got a lot of work to do to get back in. I know we dropped East Tennessee State after one week, but they beat a Division II team and then they lose to the Citadel. I I couldn't leave them in this week. I felt there was more deserving teams. So to our final segment here on Second Thought, this is, like I said last week, this is the place where I will take a look back at my bracket based off of what other people will have provided feedback as I posted on Twitter and Facebook. And the one team to talk about is Weber state. I got a lot of feedback thinking that I should have had them in the top 10. And I could see that for now they're sitting just outside of the top 10. And I know they had an injury riddled season last year. And if they had a normal season, they probably would have started in my top 10. So it's a valid point. But I just think the teams that I have in front of them right now all deserve to be there. And they deserve to be at 11. And they have the ability to rise. And if if they play like they did this past week, they're going to rise. And they could wind up as a top five team. They could wind up as a competitor for the Big Sky title with the Montanas. And we'll see. But that Big Sky looks deep. But Weber State looks to be like they might be back this year. So I will keep my eye on them. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, I know some people want to uh, rank the Citadel. Well, maybe just Kevin and maybe because he's drunk. I don't know. But you got to see a lot more from them. Just beating East Tennessee State, and maybe that's something, but let's see a little bit more from the Citadel. Another South SOCON team, Furman. Again, let's see a little bit more from them. A win against a D2 team and a loss to Clemson isn't enough to put them in for me. With a couple of bigger wins coming up on their schedule, certainly we can put them in. Uh, a little shorter episode this week uh, i hope i didn't feel like i rushed it through for you but uh, some quick thoughts there from me let me know what you think down in the comments section on twitter on facebook always love the feedback again if you think of a good name for this whole podcast let me know check us out on youtube facebook twitter fcs fans nation obviously on youtube the fcs nation network <coughs> excuse me where we've got eight plus podcasts for you to enjoy across the FCS team focus, conference focused, focus across the FCS, whatever you need. We've got it. Also pay attention to the broadcast top 25 that comes out every week. Uh, other than that, um, I just want to thank everybody for your time and watching and we will reconvene next week and do this all again. Boom.